You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your message while become known as an authority in your field? Industry Thought Leader Podcast will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, it's Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Welcome back. This is a bonus episode of a special podcast series that is focusing on how to become known as an authority in your field and industry thought leader. If you haven't had an opportunity to listen to episode one, I spoke about five key foundations to stand out from the crowd being seen as an authority in your field. Episode two, I spoke about five common barriers that'll keep you stuck from becoming known as an authority in your field. And in episode three, I spoke about the system, the program, the process that'll enable you to turn increased influence and impact into significant income. If you haven't accessed all of those yet, as well as the other resources, go to annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series. That's annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series series. Now in this topic, I'm going to talk about from podcast listener into lead, three key strategies to cut through the noise so you can nurture prospects into paying customers with your very own thought leader podcast series. So let's dive in. As I mentioned in episode three towards the end, one of the ways that you can start to nurture those listeners into leads is by offering something so compelling, something of such value that your ideal client cannot wait to access and that is your digital asset or otherwise as I like to call it your irresistible signature giveaway so your specific thought leader podcast series enables you to create that into an irresistible signature giveaway as I mentioned in episode three this particular podcast series that I'm um, taking you through at the moment industry thought leader and the three episodes plus a bonus one is part of my irresistible signature giveaway So let me ask you a question. Are you disappointed that the content that you've spent many hours creating isn't generating the amount of new business that you hoped it would? Well, don't be, because market research confirms that the number of people who are ready to make a purchase right now is only 3%. Now, 3%, that's an incredibly low number, isn't it? Especially when you consider that out of those 3% of people, an even smaller amount of them may be your ideal customer. In fact, I recently attended a business summit where the following stats were shown. 3% of people are buying right now. Now, this is stage three, the decision stage of people as they're going through the uh, purchaser's journey or the buyer's journey. Remember, the three stages are awareness, stage one, consideration stage two and decision stage three. 17% of people are proactively searching for a suitable solution and that's what we would say is stage two consideration. 25% of people are aware they have a problem and are beginning their research which is stage one awareness and 55% of people are unaware they've got an issue and therefore they're not searching for a solution. So that kind of puts that into perspective doesn't it? 
you can really see that you need to have a lot of content out there so that you can continue to nurture people through that piece of content so that you can specifically speak to that small portion of the 3% of people. Now, this raises a question. How, as a change maker and an aspiring thought leader, can you stand out from all of that online noise to capture the attention of your ideal client who are aware that they have a problem and they've been getting their research for a suitable solution? How can you provide real value so that your solution is one that's considered as a viable option as they move into decision-making mode? And how do you engage, how do you educate, and how do you entice him or her to select to do business with you when they're ready to make a purchase? Well, firstly, I'd recommend not even concerning yourself with the 55% of people who are not even aware that they have an issue. You're going to wear yourself out trying to convince them that they have an issue. Instead, focus on creating such valuable content for your potential customers who are already in either one of the three stages of the buyer's journey, namely awareness, consideration, and decision. And in fact, you should have pieces of content across all of those key stages. And we're going to talk about that in a moment. Now, note that when you do set this up properly and you have the most relevant content in the right sequence, should people in that 55% stage start to gain awareness of their issues? and they begin their search for a solution, they're going to automatically opt into that sequence, which is really your funnel, which you've created. And that funnel that we're recommending to our clients and that we're helping clients to develop is called your podcast profit pipeline. And that's one of the podcast profit models that I share in all of the work that I do. And of course, in my book, Industry Thought Leader, how to go from invisible to influential and profitable with a podcast. So let's dive into each of these stages while also sharing you a little little bit of information around what kind of content can you include in each of these stages. So stage one is awareness. This is where the content that you provide is valuable information and it allows your ideal client to recognize that you know what he or she is going through and that you've got a valuable solution to help them. And your call to action invites them to learn more and invites them to gain access to additional resources in exchange for their email address. So that's your uh, list building strategy. Now, according to Track Films, who have worked with numerous B2B customers, 52% of B2B buyers began their buying process with informal research. And 78% of that research began online. So in order to create compelling content, you must ensure that you're providing valuable content that's relevant to the questions your ideal customer is searching for. Now, a great tool that I was recently put onto, which is going to enable you to practically read your client's mind and will definitely enable you to answer your ideal customer's question is answerthepublic.com. Go to answerthepublic.com, enter your keyword in the field on the website and press get questions. Then what you're going to do is get a plethora of information that relates specifically to your keyword. For instance, I typed in the phrase content marketing and I got back some incredible insights. In fact, over 91 questions, including why content marketing is important, why content marketing matters, why content marketing fails, why content marketing works, why content marketing is king, why content marketing is important in 2019 and more. 
So using the example above, some of the content that I could create, whether it be in the form of a podcast, an article, a Facebook Live, a video, could include information that discusses what are the recent content marketing trends, which content marketing is best, content marketing and podcasting, the how-tos and what mistakes to avoid. You can see just from those three different article or topics and those are the headlines that I could consider using, I've been able to develop those from the questions that I got from using the tool Answer the Public. So I'll, I'll repeat those three that I could write or create a podcast episode on. What are the recent content marketing trends? What content marketing is best? And content marketing and podcasting the how-tos and what mistakes to avoid. So those are obviously quite relevant to the type of content that my ideal clients is looking for. See, so the aim of this content is to provide answers to questions that your prospective customer is looking for using keywords and phrases that they're using as part of this search. And when you get it right, guess what? Your content is more likely to be found by your prospective customer. The next stage of the customer's buyer's journey is consideration stage, which is stage two. So now that you've developed a level of trust, you continue to nurture your relationship by sharing even more valuable insights. Now, our clients are taking their prospective clients through their three-part thought leadership podcast series, along with follow-up emails and additional resources to support their learning. So remember, someone who's going through these sequences has signed up, so they're now on um, your list. So you need to provide such valuable content that they can't help but imagine what it would be like to work with you and the expertise that they'd be gaining access to if this is what you're providing them for free. So doing so strengthens your relationship as you continue to build that all-important know, like and trust. So what content can you include? Well, you can include things such as providing even more valuable information on topics that I have addressed in the awareness stage. However, in order to gain access to this content, a name and an email address must be provided, therefore adding them to my list. From here, I'm able to nurture that relationship, continuing to build know, like and trust while also showcasing my expertise. And this is going to ensure that only those people who are interested take that next step. I can include checklists and templates that guides people to take mini action steps toward small wins, even if that win is gaining an insight that they had no idea about previously. It can also include statistics and case studies that shows how clients have achieved valuable outcomes in order to validate what I'm saying and therefore continues to build credibility. So that's what you want to do as well. Have this you know, incredible piece of content that people can access, your ideal client can access only in exchange for their contact details. Now that you've got their contact details, you give them access to this free resource where you dive even deeper, you showcase your expertise, you really provide valuable information and insights, checklists and templates and statistics and further case studies to really showcase how your clients have achieved valuable outcomes through working with you. And then the next stage is decision stage. This is stage three. And after having spent time with you and listening to your voice and reading your follow up emails and working through checklists and templates, now's the time to invite your ideal client to take that next step. 
And this could include a call with you so that you can decide whether he or she's a good fit for a high-end program, or maybe you might want to offer them a lower-priced do-it-yourself course so that someone can dive in and it's not going to require working through any objections because it's an easy yes. It's at that price point, which is an easy yes, and they can guide themselves through that learning um, journey. This can include content such as an invitation to get on a no obligation call with you so that you can really see whether they're a good fit and how you can best support them. Remember, as a thought leader, whilst you might have standalone programs and offerings, some of the work that you might do is, is taking those standard signature programs and customizing them slightly to some of those higher end clients. And you can't find out how best to support them unless you go through that uh, bit of an interview process first to see where they're stuck, what they've tried before, what stage they're at, so that you can really gain an understanding of how best you can support your that particular client. During that conversation too, you're able to share more about the products and programs that you believe would be an invaluable resource that guides them step-by-step step through what they need to do through working with you more closely in order to help them overcome their challenge and secure that desired outcome. So that just gives you that process. The, the various stages of the customer buying cycle, as I mentioned before, awareness, consideration and decision and then some suggestions as to what kind of content you can include in each of those stages. Now a tool I wanted to share with you which is going to make your headlines even more powerful is a tool that I've just recently been put onto and something that I've been using for a number of my articles as well and so make sure that you go and download the transcript over at annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series. Now this particular tool is going to help you to create SEO rich and engaging headlines and it's called Share Through Headline Analyzer. Now, while we're on the topic of headlines, a company by the name of Backlinko studied 912 million blog posts and they found that longer headlines are correlated with more social shares. In fact, headlines that are 14 to 17 words in length generate 76.7% more social shares than short headlines. And question headlines, so titles that end with a question mark, they got 23.3% more social shares than headlines that don't end with a question mark. Now, keeping this in mind, this week I've used this tool to create headlines for my podcast episode titles, article headlines, and even program titles. I want to give you some examples so you can see how I'm using that so that you can go ahead and use this tool, which again is called Share Through Headline Analyzer. Download the transcript and it's actually hyperlinked to that particular resource. So here are two of the titles that I'm using for my own Industry Thought Leader podcast series. And you would have heard me share those in this particular podcast series. So Industry Thought Leader, the system, program and process that'll enable you to turn increased influence and impact into significant income. And when you see the score, overall it was six, got 68 points. For overall, engagement was 58 and impression was 67. 
And those figures were were at a level that I was happy with. And I started off putting some ideas in and I kind of tweaked that. And it gives you some, you know, the actual website itself gives you some tips on how you can improve things. And you just spend a little bit of time tweaking till you get to a heading which stands out and, and gets, you know, overall um, higher points. Then another podcast episode, which is this particular one from Podcast Listener to Lead, three key strategies to cut through the noise and nurture prospects into paying customers with your Thought Leader podcast series. Overall, it was 69 points. Engagement was 55 points and impression was 74 points. So that was, you know, relatively high too. In my Facebook post headlines, again, let me read some out to you. And actually there were some examples that um, I share in the transcript where I show how I came up with a title that I finally decided to go with. And, And let me just read a title out to you. Three must haves to create content that engages, educates, and entices your ideal customer. That had 71 overall points, engagement 59 points, and impression 73 points. And then I thought, okay, let me tweak that a little bit. I had three steps to create content that engages, educates, and entices your ideal customer. So going from three must-haves to three steps, and it's interesting because the overall score went from 71 points when I had three must-haves to three steps being only a 68 point score. The 59 engagement of the three must have titles went down to 55 with just three steps. And then the impression, which was 73 points for the three must haves, went down to 71 points for the three steps. So I thought, oh, okay, that doesn't work. Then I thought, okay, what about this next headline? Three must do steps to create content that engages educates and entices your ideal customer to work with you. So this was interesting. The impression originally with the three must-haves was 73 points, but the three must-do steps to create content that engages, educates and entices your ideal customer to work with you, 83. So they went from 73 to 83, so up 10 points. And I thought, hmm, okay. So I did one more tweak to three must-do steps to create content that engages, educates and entices your ideal customer to work with you now and it went from an overall impression of 83 to 85 engagement went from 52 to 55 and the overall points went from 69 to 71 so they all increased so I thought you know what I'm going to stick with that one so that's the title that I ended up going with now I have to warn you, there was another tool that I used to to use and I still do by AMI Headline Analyzer and I shared that with my clients in my Money Marketing and Mindset Mastermind and one of my clients, she's an expert in money, you know, managing money, a spending planner, she's uh, called, she's a thought leader in that area and she said it was, it's like a black hole, once you start, you just can't help but try something different till you get better points. She actually scored well over a hundred percent 
that some of the titles she came up with for her articles was over 100% and that just blew me away. So she really took that to the next level. We, uh, in, in one of our modules, which I believe was February this year, we talked about marketing and, you know, coming up with really compelling, engaging and enticing content and she just rocked it with that. So use this particular tool as well, Share Through Headline Analyzer. Let me give you a one more example. And that was for a workshop heading. I, I'm doing a workshop, how to go from invisible to influential and profitable with a podcast. I have ha got a masterclass, which I'm doing online, but you know, there's something to be said about face-to-face. -face. So I'm starting off in Melbourne and uh, my goal is to eventually do the, those in other you know, towns and other states as well. What I came up with initially was industry thought leader from invisible to influential and profitable with a podcast fast workshop. And that received 66 overall points, engagement 50 and impression 73. Then I tweaked it a little bit, industry thought leader from invisible to influential and profitable with a podcast fast workshop for coaches and consultants. So I added coaches and consultants and then that jumped up in all of the areas, overall points were 71, engagement 57 and impression 79. So those are quite high. And then I decided to, to, to keep the title and just change one word to faster workshop for coaches and consultants. That didn't really have much of an impact. So I ended up um, just having industry thought leader from invisible to influential and profitable with a podcast fast workshop for coaches and consultants. But you know what, even though it got a higher a scoring, I decided to take out the word fast, even though from a copywriting point of view, it, it is strong. Certainly you'll be able to get results, of course, because everything I'll be sharing in that particular workshop is going to help people speed up the time frame in, in how they're getting results because a lot of businesses are not implementing the right strategy when it comes to their podcast. So they're definitely going to get faster results than what they're generating on their own. But I just like the title, Industry Thought Leader from Invisible to Influential and Profitable with a Podcast Workshop for Coaches and Consultants. It just sounded a little bit gimmicky to me. So, you know, as you are going through that, remember, and this is the reason why I'm sharing this with you, it needs to fit your brand. It needs to fit the the overall experience that you want to create. But for me, that was a little bit too much in your face. Anyway, go and try out these tools as you create content that builds know, like and trust with your prospective clients and, and helps nurture them through that customer buying cycle. Let me know how you go. Always love getting feedback from you as to what you've been implementing, how it's been impacting your business and of course uh, helping you take your message out to the world so that you can make a much bigger impact. Now, as mentioned previously in this Industry Thought Leader podcast series, a tactic that I'm suggesting to all of my clients clients who want to create a digital asset or irresistible signature giveaway, as I call it, is to create that thought leader podcast series and use that to build their list of ideal clients, um, which they can then continue to nurture and build that know, like and trust with. Now, it's the digital asset part of your podcast profit pipeline. That's the content you offer as your free giveaway or opt-in list builder, some people call it um, by that name as well. Now, this pipeline continues to work for you and should continue to work for you 24 7 365 days a year strategically guiding your ideal clients through each stage building know like and trust 
while inviting people who are your ideal clients from those 3% of people who are ready to make a decision to decide that it's you they want to work with. And I'm currently working on a client's podcast series, which their team will use as part of their opt-in and lead generation strategy. And I wanted to share uh, just a couple of things that you want to consider if you want to start to create and put together your industry thought leader podcast series. So a podcast series not only enables you to build engagement with your ideal client, as you know, by building no like and trust. With careful planning and a solid strategy, your podcast series can also help you build your list, which can be nurtured, you know, those new contacts into leads and ultimately clients. So each of the podcast series that we create for our clients and that I've created for, for myself through this podcast series, it, it follows a special formula and strategy. And I want you to be aware of this too, because what you want to aim to do as you create your podcast series or any particular content actually, but a podcast works really well because you can um, maintain someone's attention for, for a longer time frame because it's audio and there's just something really powerful about you know, speaking into someone's ear over a, a you know twenty to thirty minute time frame, um, over you know a number of, of series. So number one engages it builds no like and trust, um, with the interviewee. So because what I obviously do when I'm working with clients is I'll interview them. So I create the platform upon which they stand and they shine and they just really showcase their expertise. You know, so much so that they're positioned as that influential voice in their industry. So you need to build that know, like, and trust. You need to engage your audience member. You also need to educate. So what I do is I follow a three-pronged approach, which is to provide value throughout each of the podcast episodes while ch challenging the status quo and as well as dispelling any myth-truths or misconceptions. That's what you want to do. You want to provide value. You want to challenge the status quo. By doing so, you can share some of the innovative ways that you're challenging the status quo, things that you're doing differently and better, as well as dispelling any myth-truths or misconceptions because misconceptions and mistruths that your ideal client is assuming is going to be an objective and a reason why they don't take that next step forward. So you need to have each of those aspects within each episode, okay, whilst you're educating your new contact. And then thirdly, entice. So what you want to do is you want to compel the listener to want to learn more by opting into that ir irresistible signature giveaway. So you give them immediate access to your entire podcast series, um, a transcript, and any other digital assets that you've created and it's going to help them deepen the learning as they go through your content. And that's what's part of that overall opt-in strategy. And as you can see, each of those three points starts with E, engages, educates, entices. That's what you want to do. You know, often when I'm speaking with people, they just assume when it comes to podcasting that it really is just a matter of setting up equipment and off we go. But it couldn't be farther from the truth. Yes, anyone can pick up a microphone and start speaking, but it's the strategy behind the content. It's making sure that the content you provide engages, educates, whilst dispelling mistruths and misconceptions, positioning you as that thought leader, challenging that status quo, and all the while enticing those people who are ready to make that decision and your ideal clients to take that next step when you invite them to do that. And so, you know, everything that I've spoken about in all of the three-part series that you've been listening to 
has to be relevant and has to be part of how you create that. That's why I shared the title, uh, you know, Headline Analyzer. That's why I shared with you the other tool to be able to find out what questions are your specific ideal clients searching for. And so, you know, Ask the Public was another really good resource that I'm highly recommending that you continue to use as you're looking at coming up with topics, even in your ongoing podcast, if that's something that you're wanting to do. You know, when I think of the strategy, when I'm working with a VIP client, I'll share this just to give you an idea of the time frame and where we focus most of our time and energy. So my client and I, we started, and I'm working with a number of clients at the moment going through this exact same process. We're not even getting into the recording studio for weeks down the track. In one case, um, I'm working with a full month or so with a VIP client because she really wants to streamline her signature system, her signature programs, the funnel that she's building, so the pipeline, so that the content that she develops is going to naturally guide people through that so that her call to action to that program that she will eventually showcase and share with her listeners is absolutely aligned and she can continues to position herself as that thought leader. So want to know where we spend most of the time? I've just hinted when it comes to the production of a client's podcast series, not in the studio, because recording each of the podcast episodes and all of the post-production that our team of audio specialists will roll out with the audio recording, yeah, that's the easy part. And in fact, I often will do editing as well because it's it's like storytelling or when you are writing an article. It's the information you take out, that you delete, that will often make the story so much more compelling. So when I'm editing, I'm not editing for, you know, removing background noise and removing ums and ahs. Yes, that, that's all important. And sometimes we leave those in because we want to make sure that it is just like a conversation. So I want to make sure that that's the way my client come across when they are sharing the answers but it's what we remove it's what we delete it's tightening up the storyline so that's what I'll look for when I'm you know when I'm in the editing mode of a podcast I look at what content can I delete to make that point even stronger sometimes you can say something you know in a minute but if you can say it in a couple of words real power words that is when the message really hits hard. And, and note, I don't say that in a horrible way, a negative way, but really makes an impact in the life of your ideal client. So there are a number of important aspects that I want you to consider first if you're going to go down the path of creating a podcast series so that it makes the journey of your ideal client so smooth that they just feel like you're nurturing them that you know exactly who they are and what they're struggling with. And so when you, you know, are educating them, you're engaging with them, and then you entice them by inviting them to take that next step, it just seems to them like that natural next step because it is the natural next step. But you've guided them in such a way that they trust you, they feel safe, and therefore that next step is an easy yes for them. So there's a number of important aspects you want to consider, okay? Firstly, why, who, what, what next elements. That's what you want to do. You really want to focus, and I'm going to share what that means in a moment. Because if when we don't focus on getting totally clear on each of these elements first, 
A podcast is often just going to end up being noise. It doesn't generate any real returns in terms of you becoming that authority, building your credibility, building leads, building inquiries, which can continue to be nurtured into paying customers. And really, you know, I can and refer to the 80-20 rule. We spend 80% of the time working on content strategy, pinpointing the why, the who, the what, and the what next, followed by the 20% in the recording and the post-production phase. So these are just some questions that I clarify with my clients during this process. So I want you to go through these as well. Now, firstly, why? Why are you creating this podcast series? What's the purpose and intention of your podcast series? How will you integrate this podcast series within your other marketing strategy or tactics so that you can leverage and begin to see returns within a shorter amount of time? What other resources or digital assets need to be created? Or maybe you've developed them already. Remember, I'm all about repurposing. So you might have something that can go um, just as it is, or maybe you might want to tweak it just to hone it even more precisely and specifically to the topic and the, the, the area where you want to build your thought leadership. And by including it within that opt-in offer, so your irresistible signature giveaway alongside the podcast episode, the transcripts and other things, it's going to provide even more value. Therefore, increasing the number of opt-ins, the number of people who say, yes, I want access to that. And of course, you're going to be building your list. So that's the why. The who. Who is your ideal client? Now, before you roll your eyes and say, yeah, Marie, we've done that all before, can I encourage you to dive in a little bit more deeper? Because often when I'm working with clients, they go, yeah, I know Manish, yeah, I know my ideal client. And when I ask them, well, who is it? It's still too broad and you want to narrow it. So who's your ideal client and at what stage are they at in terms of the buying cycle? Have you mapped out your buying cycle? Do you kind of know the the process or the thought process behind, um, you know, what's what's driving them to start searching? Now, this is something, you know, as marketers, even myself, I'm still always observing, listening. It's not something that you can answer once and then all of a sudden you go, that's it, I've, I've got that answer for the rest of my business, you know, life. It's something that you want to keep uh, refining and, and just observing as a business owner. At what stage are they at in terms of their buying cycle? One way that you can really ensure that you've got the right content in the right order is to follow the customer buying cycle. Awareness, consideration, decision. And go back and listen to this podcast and download the transcript so that you can use it. All the information is there and you can highlight it and all that once you print it out. What information are they searching for in terms of finding a solution that fits in beautifully to each of those three stages of the customer buying cycle? For, I mean, how likely are they going to be ready to take action? What could prompt them? to take further action you know and there may be some of the testimonials or case studies that you can validate that this particular client had put off the decision put off the decision because they wanted to do something on their own or were following a, a you know a different path however you're able to validate and, and and confirm that once they did decide you know what I'm just going to work with with you and all of a sudden they were able to fast track and you know save money and increase the results when you weave that kind of testimonial as a case study into content as you're sharing it your ideal client who's in in their mind thinking yeah yeah, I'm going to wait, I'm going to do some more study to that. Suddenly that thought is challenged because here's an example that is exactly what they're going through in their in their mind. And so, you know, the content that you share has to help nurture your ideal client through that decision process. 
what concerns or what reasons or excuses would stop the, your ideal client from taking action after listening to your podcast episodes or podcast series? You want to make sure you address that. And you can do that through, as I mentioned, through case studies, testimonials, statistics that validate that now is the time. They don't want to waste any more time because it's costing them time, money, and they're leaving money on the table. So what information then needs to be shared? What information will be a must listen by your ideal client? What information are you going to share that educates them while enables you to build your credibility? What keywords can be incorporated into your podcast series to support your SEO strategy? What portion of the show will be information shared by you versus case studies versus statistics versus external experts and so forth? And the next step that we need to consider is what next? What is the next step that you want people to take after listening to each of the podcast episodes? Does each of the podcast episodes provide solid content, therefore having a merit on its own? Each of the podcast episodes has to stand on its own as quality, high value content and be part of that overall series. Want it? Why? Because you want your, your ideal client to follow you and listen to you on every single one of the episodes. So one needs to build on the other, so just like mine did. And that's one of the reasons why I'm creating this. Number one, all of the reasons that I've shared for you, but I want to give you an example of how that may look. Each one builds on the next. And that's what you want to do as well. Are each of the podcast episodes and the way the content is structured strategically seeding into the other episodes in the podcast series and are each of the episodes uh, and the way the content is structured compelling the listener to take action when you invite them to do so at the end of the interview. Now this particular client that I was working with already had an SEO team so that was handy because I was able to look at the suggested keywords that his SEO team were able to research and from those keywords I was able to come up with a podcast title, a domain name, and incorporate those keywords into the intro and the outro, which means every time someone is searching for those words on Google, guess what? His podcast series is going to come up because they're frequently searched keywords. So each time the introduction is mentioned, as well as the keywords that we strategically place throughout the content and it flows. Remember, the conversation needs to flow. You don't want to stack a whole lot of keywords so that it doesn't make sense. It flows. So you've got a podcast episode in the series that not only gets found on Google when you do this, but you'll also contribute to a higher conversion once people get to the site because you've already taken time to really understand your ideal client and what's going to compel them into action. And all of these things are so important when you create your podcast series. Wow, that was so much information, wasn't it? This podcast series that you're listening to, to now, as I mentioned, is part of my podcast profit pipeline. You're getting to know me a little bit more, the work that I do, and hopefully I've provided value for you throughout each of the episodes and this bonus one. It's inspired you to start to, to consider implementing some of the steps, or maybe you already have started, which is great. Each of the steps that I've mentioned throughout each episode, you've started to implement so that you can showcase your expertise as an authority in your field and industry leader. Well, that takes us to the end of this very special podcast series. 
And I'd love to hear from you. What's the biggest aha that you've been able to take away from our time together? Um, so shoot me an email at podcast at annemariecross.com and let me know. Or what I'd love for you to do is leave me a review on iTunes, so Apple Podcasts. Number one, I'd love to hear from you and what you're learning because obviously I'm providing this information to help you have insights and ahas so that you can impact the world with your message while grow your business. But what I want to do also is read out in upcoming episodes a comment or two from those of you who've taken the time to write what you thought about the show, what impact it's having. I want to acknowledge you, so I'll do a shout out on um, upcoming podcasts. I also hope that you'll subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already, so you're the first to know when another episode is out, so you don't miss out on all the content that we'll be sharing. By the way, if you sign up to receive access to this podcast series as well as other resources, I want you to keep an eye out in your inbox because I've got another special gift coming right out to you soon. By the way, if you haven't signed up to receive access to this podcast series as well as the other resources and you want to access this special gift as well, go to annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series. That's annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series so that you don't miss out. It's bye for now for me, but it certainly um, isn't bye. I will uh, speak with you soon in the next episode. Bye for now. You've been listening to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Want to learn how to leverage your expertise, monetize your message, while become known as an authority in your field? Access our free Industry Thought Leader Podcast series to show you how at www.annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series. That's annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series.